Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Magen Avraham Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Kuf Bet. We'll start on Kuf Alf on the Bet at the two dots, Rava Rami. So the Gemara says, Rava Rami, Rabbi, Rava is pointing out a contradiction. Tanan, there's a Mishnah in Masechet Shivit. Shivit deals with the laws of Shemitah. And it says that the laws of Shemitah apply in anything that grows from the ground that it's either man food or animal food. Or anything that's fit to make paint out of also is subject to Shemitah rules. So if you're growing something to make paint, that also you can't plant on Shemitah. What types of colors are problems on Shemitah that you have to make sure not to plant them on Shemitah? These are two different types of colors. What are they, Ralph? Safflower and wood. There we go. And if a person sold them, which you weren't supposed to do, you can't even do business with the money that you got from them. They also have an expiration date, like all Shemitah stuffs, that you have to make sure that even if they grow on their own during Shemitah, you're not allowed to use them unless it's available in the field. Otherwise, you can't. Like regular Shemitah food. And also, if you sold them, they have Bi'ur rules. Alma, we see from this Mishnah, we see that wood has Shemitah rules. Right? Because these are types of woods. Wood and safflower are types of wood, and yet they're subject to Shemitah rules. How? Meaning, even though we're not eating it, even though, yeah, we're, not it, even though we're not eating it, on during Shemitah in Israel, you you're not allowed down. to plant these things. You're not allowed to plant these safflower plants, which are used to make dyes. You're not allowed to plant them. It seems like that from this Mishnah. That's what Rav is pointing out. But he's going to show a contradiction. We have a contradiction. It says, If it has, if you have um, leaves of trees, and you have um, grape leaves, a person gathered them from the field in order to leave them for the winter. Right? You, you, you want to store them in your storage house, these grape leaves for the winter. There's a rule, right? Since once in a while, you personally eat gra- gra- eats grape leaves, right? If you pick them for eating, yes, there's a sh- there's Shemitah rules, and therefore you have to follow them. But if you cook, pick them for firewood, then there's no Shemitah rules. So we see from here, that there is no Kiddushah Shemitah on wood. Only things that you're going to eat, but wood not. So we have a contradiction. Is wood Shemitah-able or not? The first writer sounded like yes, even though you weren't eating it. And the second writer says, well, if you picked them for eating, yes, but if you picked them for wood, no. So it sounds like wood is not. Make up your mind. This is the contradiction that Rav is bringing out. So Rav answers, Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, Le'ochla. Pasuk says, Vahita Shabbat Ha'aretz Lachem Le'ochla, for eating. 
We're talking about things that when you enjoy them, they get used up. That excludes woods that is that you enjoy them afterwards. Okay, which means like this. There's a big difference between woods that are used for dye and woods that are used for fire. For fire. When a wood is used for fire, you don't really want the wood as a fire. You really want the coals that come after the wood turns into a coal. That's what you're really focusing on. And therefore, being that it burns up before its actual use, therefore it's not subject to shimitar rules. Normally, when you eat, when I eat a potato chip, it's getting used as I'm eating it. When I put a wood that's a dye into my pot, it's being processed, it's being processed as it's going. As a dye, it's at the same time like eating. And right. that's why it is something to Shemitah. When you're using it as wood, being that the time of using is different than the time of its consumption, therefore it's not something to Shemitah. That's how Rabbah is answering the question. Now the Gemara asks the question, what do you mean? You mean all woods. All woods, do you use it as coals? And the time of consumption is different than the time of burning? Is that true? I'll show you this some woods that people light as torches. Okay? What is etzim demishchan? Oily wood. Oily wood? Yeah. There is oily wood. And since they use as torches, so as it burns, you're enjoying it. And then it's exactly the same time. Don't make, don't say that all wood is not like that. You're talking about wood for firewood, but there's some firewood that's not like that. Amar Rava, the bottom of the page, Rava says, Stam etzim Standard wood is usually meant for firewood, not for lighting as a torch. And therefore, even these oily woods, most oily wood is not used as a torch. It's used as firewood. And therefore, it follows the rules. Amar of Kahana. Rav Kahana says, Ve'etzim lahasaka. This rule, that since etzim, that wood is usually used for lighting, Tanahi, it's actually a machloket tanaim. Not everyone agrees with that. You're telling me that most wood is used for, for firewood? It's a machloket tanaim, whether that's true or not. Where do we see the Tanya will learn to the Brayta, and Moslem Perot Shvit Lo Le Mishra VeLo Lechbusa. You can't take fruits of Shemitah. You can't use the wine of Shemitah, not to soak flax in, and not to wash clothes with. Rabbi Yossi Omer, not in Perot Shvit Tocha Mishra VeTocha Busa. He says you can put wine into soaking and into washing. So look at whether you could use wine, Shemitah wine, to, for laundry, and can you use Shemitah wine for... For soaking pool. For soaking. Why did the rabbis say that you're not allowed to do it? Amar Kral, Pasuk says, Le'okhla, for eating. Not for soaking. Le'okhla, for eating. Not for laundering. Rabbi Yossi Amir Amakra, Lachem, this is for you, the Kotzachachem. 
So machlok it whether or not you could use wine of Shemitah for laundering. One rabbi is saying you can. Laundering what? Let's say you want to launder your clothes with wine. Maybe it works That's well. A thing? I guess. Okay? Or you want to use it for soaking, like dyeing the wool. Okay? Can you use wine of Shemitah? One rabbi says yes. Rabbanan say no. Rabbi Yosef says yes. Why do Rabbanan say no? For eating. The, the fruits of the seventh That's year is for eating. It. That's why you can only use it for eating. That's the main use. And you can only use it for eating and not for soaking. That's that rabbi. And Rabbi Yosef says you can. Because this is lachem, for you. For you means for anything you need. Even this. That's the So Now we have to know what each... Ah! Oh. Right. How are you? So, we said... The rabbis who don't let using wine for laundry. <clears throat> so Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi. So we, we ended up there. Rabbi Yossi lets laundering with wine and the Rabbanan don't. Why does he let? Cause he says because Pasuk says Lachem. Yeah, right, right. Let's, 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 let's say you're... Lachem means for anything you need. For you, it's for you. For you, Torah says for you, Yanni, whatever you want. Yeah, but the rabbis say, we're talking about Shemitah. Right, right. Shemitah right. wine, the Pasuk says. The, if you ever. If you ever sh- How did the rabbis get out of the Pasuk Lachem? It says for you. So why don't they let you laundry if it says for you? They say, Lachem, dum yadachila. For you, similar to eating. <clears throat> they only let it if you're enjoying it at the same time that it got consumed. That's what they let it. When you eat, the same time you're eating it, it gets consumed. The same time you enjoy, it got used. Okay? But when it comes to laundering and soaking, you enjoy after it gets used. And therefore, that's why they don't let Mm-hmm. You got it? Mm-hmm. Since the, they only let it it's to be like, it says, Lachem Ochla has to be like you eat. Yani, just like when you eat, it's instant. As soon as you do this, it has that. So too over here as well. That's why the Ramadan don't let. And I think more is going the other way. We are on Kuf Bet Amun Al Shimshin. We want to welcome the Persian contingent of this class. Okay? Haktiv also. Doesn't it say the ochla? Why does he let? It says lachem the ochla. Amalach, he'll tell you, ahumi He needs it like we learn. He uses the ochla for this brighter. The tanya it says the ochla when it says it's for you for eating the shemitah fruit. The ochla velom lemilugma. He uses yes. It says for eating. It's coming to teach you. It's only for eating and, and not for medicine. That's what he used. He says, I agree. I say that you're allowed to soak in it. And you're allowed to laundry with it. So what does Le'okhla mean? No, Le'okhla means that you can only use it for eating and laundering, but not medicine. That's what I say it's for. I agree you can't use it for medicine. Why not? That's the answer. Le'okhla is it for eating and not for medicine? Why did you choose to pick eating and not medicine and you didn't choose to pick eating and not laundering? You were Yossi, you let laundering. What made you see that eating excludes 
medicine, maybe eating should exclude laundering, and you'll be wrong. He says, no. When it says it's for you, that's for, that, that's including laundry. So therefore, what can I do for eating? Eating has to exclude something. I say eating excludes medicine. Why ask the question? Why they asking Rabbi Yossi? What made you think to include laundering and to exclude medicine? Maybe the other way around. Maybe include medicine. And medicine, right? So I said no. I want to include something that everyone needs. Everyone needs laundering. Motziani and I exclude milukma medicine. Shemesh have called them. I exclude medicine, which not everyone needs. I, if the Torah says for, one thing is included and one thing is excluded, it's logical, says Rav Yossi, that you want to include something that's relevant to everybody. Laundry is something that's relevant to everyone. Medicine you only need when you're sick, and therefore it's probable that you're going to exclude the thing that's that's less usable, less important for everyone than the other. Yes, using uh, using the shibita stuff for medicine. Okay. Well, people used to drink wine when they were sick. No, they used wine. to use wine, use other things in shemitah, not necessarily wine, but any plaster. other plants that. Remember, they're translating as plaster in here. I'm sorry, milugma is a plaster. That's what they changed. Yeah, that's what they're. What is that plaster? Plaster. Mm, it's a medicine thing, though. Medicine plaster? Plaster 9. Medicated dressing. It's medicine that goes on. Like a coating. Like yeah. Code, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, who does it go with this bright time? Okay. It says, The Shemitah stuff is for eating. And not for plaster. Le'ochla, for eating. Ve'lo le'ziluf, and not for fragrance. Ziluf means they used to take wine and they used to have it pour it in a room to give an air freshener to the room. You're not allowed to use Shemitah wine for fragrance and not for plaster. Right? Le'ochla, ve'lo la'sop, and not piktosin. For eating and not to make a person, a, 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 a throw-up drink. What? Yeah, not the vomit, yeah. There's, 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 apictosin is something that makes you throw up. You can't make out of the wine a special, you can't use the wine to create, let's say you have someone who needs to throw something up, you can't use shimita wine to create that stuff. Kiman, who does that fit? That's like Rabiosi, who says that, you, that the Torah only doesn't allow something that everyone can't do. So all these three things, milugma and ziluf and apitosin, are things that not everyone needs. If we're going like Rabbanan, the Rabbanan would have mentioned also laundry. And they would have mentioned also Mishnah. And we're assuming that this Brayta only fits like Rabbi Yossi, who doesn't let medicine, and it doesn't fit like Rabbanan, who, do, who don't also let laundry. Okay? Now we're at the two dots. Okay. Let's review what happened in the Mishnah for the next piece. We said 
There's a machlok at what happens. Here's, this is a story of a craftsman. So, we're going to have a case over here. Clemmy has some wool that he shore off his sheep. Okay? And in order to make the sheep, the, the wool nice, and you make a nice sweater, you have to dye it. So you have to first clean it, and then you dye it. So he gave it to Ralph, and he told Ralph, make me some nice uh, blue and yellow wool so I can make a jersey for the team that I like. Right? And he gives it to Ralph, and Ralph comes back, and he makes it red and black. Red and black? What do you mean? That's Chicago. No, no, this is what I like. And I didn't realize, and he messed it up. Okay, so he messed up and he dyed it the wrong color. So the Mishnah says, the "Steel and the dye, right? What? He moved on from the steel and the dye case? Yeah, the steel and the dye yeah, case, huh? yeah. So this is a regular case, right? Okay, so so Remeir says that Ralph has to pay you, has to pay Clemmy for his wool. According to just it, the material, he has to pay you for the wool. You gave him the wool. He has to pay you for it. He messed it up." Rabbi says it depends. If the value of the wool, the bottom line is my wool, the wool went up before it was undyed, and now it's dyed. Yes, it wasn't the color you want, but it is dyed. Now, you had given him both the wool and the dye. Okay? So if the value of the uptick in wool is greater then the value of the dyes, so then he gives you the lower one, the dye, the, he has to pay you the dye. And if the value of the uptick is lower than the dye, then he pays you the uptick. But according to Yehuda, you don't pay full, you only pay for the lower of either the uptick or the dye cost. You with me? Yeah. That's my chloker of Mayor of Yehuda. So tomorrow is asking a question. Yativ Rav Yosef Achoreh Rav Abba Rav Yosef was sitting behind Rav Abba Kameh Rav Huna in front of Rav Huna Yativ Rav Huna Kameh Rav Huna was saying Halacha Kibishur Ben Korcha Halacha is like Kibishur Ben Korcha but Halacha Kibiyuda and Halacha is like Kibiyuda Okay, so now our Mishnah we had we had Rav Yuda arguing Rav Yuda says that Rav Meir said that you had to pay for the full price of the wool and Rav Yuda says you paid for the lower one now, we have a story here where Amoraim are sitting and they're talking about two cases, random cases in Shas. And they're saying, Halakha is like Ruda, who's the one who says you pay the lower one of the two things in Arishna, and Halakha is also like a Mishur ben Korcha. And we're not sure who's the Mishur ben Korcha. What's the other case Mishur ben Korcha talking about? Let's see what's going on. Adrina of Yosef's pants. So Yosef turned his face around, but Amar, ben Korcha. I understand Mishur ben Korcha, which we don't know yet what case that is. At Tzarech, I know why you need to tell me that Rabbi Huna had to tell me that the Halakha is like him. You might think that since Rabbi Shur ben Korcha is arguing on the rabbis, maybe Halakha is like the, plur, the public and not like one person. Since he's got a bunch of people and Rabbi Shur ben Korcha is only a single guy, you might have thought Halakha is against him. That's why Rabbi Huna has to tell us Halakha is like him. Right? Now, we're going to later say, he's going to come and say, a few minutes later, he's going to say, yeah, but why do you have to tell me Al-Khaz like Yehuda? I would have known Al-Khaz like Yehuda anyway. That's what he's going to say. But before he does that, we're going to explain who Rabbi Shurban Korcha is. Rabbi Shurban Korcha, Mahi. What's the case of Rabbi Shurban Korcha? The Tanya we learned in the Brayta. Now, this is a rule. There's a rule that if a Jew lent money to a Goy, let's say Shimshin lent money 
to Pedro. Okay? Now, Pedro is a religious Catholic, and Shimshon uh, said, okay, I'll trust you, lend you $1,000. There's a halacha that he's not allowed to let the goy pay him back the money right before Xmas. Why not? Because we're afraid that if he pays Shimshon back the money before Xmas, he's going to go back and thank his God that he was able to get that loan off him. Okay, what about a month before Xmas? Three, the, the rabbis made a rule three days before. Okay? Three days before you're not allowed. Okay? So you that, can't accept payment? Can't accept payment. And we're closed. I'm sorry, we're closed. Pay yeah, us yeah, next yeah. week. Pay us next week, right? Because we're afraid that we're going to cause you to do, uh, do idol worship. Well, he's not Jewish anyway. But he's not allowed to do idol worship. He's not. Uh, Go ahead, seven, one to seven minutes what? Idol worship. Okay. What about after he pays him in March? No problem. That's no problem. Why? Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, before Easter, for thank having you Easter. Before, no, this, they, 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 they list the holidays. holidays. List the holidays. Oh, okay. Bunch of holidays. Well, but what about like Juneteenth and the new holiday? Well, no, no. These are the holidays they, they say, whatever they worry about. Okay? Well, then, question. What's what, a, 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 a religious, If he's a religious guy, he goes to the thing every Sunday. I don't know. This is what I don't know. This is my second number to that. The Chachamim say that you can't take Shimshon can't take back any money. Rabbi Shua ben Korcha says, "Malve b'shtar enavrim ahem, avamevah pe mavrim b'nei shem gasim b'yadam." According to Rabbi Yishua ben Korcha, no, not all loans you can't take back. It depends what kind of loan it is. According to this, okay. According to this, if it's a documented loan, then he can't take back the money. But if it's an oral loan with no documents, he could take the money. You know why? Because there's a risk of him not paying. Right. It's not right. documented. And, well, no, and more than that. And the guy's not going to thank his God because he never thought he was going to pay. So if you get the money from him, he's not saying, yes, yes, he, I got it off. He was looking he never to thought beat you anyway. Yeah, he was looking to beat you anyway. So if you get the money from him, I'm sure. So that's what I'm sure we So Rav Huna had said two things. Halakha's like a Yehuda. When he said that you take the lower amount of money with the wool, and Alchaz like that you're allowed to take oral loans before the holiday. So now we understand why you had to mention Yerushua Ben Korcha, because since he's arguing on the Rabbanan, you might have thought that the Rabbanan are, are are many, and he's a single guy. Alchaz like the many. No, we're telling you Alchaz like Yerushua Ben Korcha. That's not often, right? So therefore, I understand why Rabbanan had to say it, right. because otherwise, we're in the bunk. Why did We have a rule that whenever the Mishnah tells you machloket, okay, they're good, they're good. Whenever Mishnah tells you machloket, and then later off we tell you stam like this, and the halacha is always like the stam. For example, let's say I tell you, he says, Ralph says that the chiefs are going to win. And you say the nine is going to win, okay? And if later on we say, the Gemara says, and of course the Chiefs win, Chiefs are going to win. So therefore we know the Gemara, is, the Gemara holds no, the Chiefs are going to win. You understand? If we mention the Machloket, and then we mention the Stam, that means that we're going with the Stam. So therefore we ask you, you, we don't need you to tell me your Behuda's right over here. Because it's already a machloket. It was machloket over here, and there's a stam after this. Right. And therefore, we already know that. I don't need Rabbuna to come tell me this. Now, where's the machloket on stam? Machloket. Where's the machloket? The Baba Kama. That's, one, that's our mission, Baba Kama. Let's fall Adom. If I told you to, to dye it black. red and you did it black, or shachor or black, so then you did red. 
If the uptick is more than the expenses, you get the expenses. Then you get the uptick. Now that's the machloket. Where's the stam? Where's the stam that comes afterwards? In the next Masech, in What does it say? Did not say Call him a shaneh. Anyone who changes what the owner wanted, yadoa He has hands on the bottom. Anyone who backs out, so you see that he's got the bottom end, you get the lower of the amounts. So you see, machloket over here, and then some that you get the macha. We already knew that halachas like Rabbi Who needs Rabbi Huna to tell us this? This is obvious. Rabbi Huna. So what's up with Rabbi Huna? Why did he tell us this law? He's not telling us obvious things. He'll tell you, it's the, I need it. You might have thunk and said to the Mishnah. There's no order to the Mishnayot. How do you know if it's Machloket and then a Stam or a Stam and a Machloket? You don't know what the order is. You don't know what Masechet goes first. If you're in the same Masechet, so you know what's first and what's second. But in different Masechet, how do you know which one Rebbe did first or second? And then since you know which one's first, therefore I have to tell you because you wouldn't have known this otherwise. You with me or no? Yep. Rav Yosef. Now, Rav Yosef, who was surprised, what does he say? It is two different Masechtot. Why is he saying that it's obvious? It's not obvious. Two different Masechtot. It's not any note. He says, Rav Yosef says, Ihachi, that's true. Every time we have it, we should say that. Rav Huna, what did Huna say back? When do we say that? That's if it's one Masechtot. But if it's two Masechtot, I mean, we say we don't know. Rav Yosef, what did Rav Yosef say back to that? He, he says that all the Babas are one Masechet. Which means, Baba Kama, Baba Metzia, Baba Batra, even though there's three different books like this in front of you, but really it's all one Masechet. They just want to split it up to make it easier. Therefore, if I have one Baba Kama, and that's one Baba Metzia, Baba Metzia is after. Mm. And therefore, that, therefore, in these, it's obvious, so I didn't need you to tell me that. Good? Got it. Answer number one, and Ibayit Ema. Second answer, Mishum Gitana Lagabe Hichet Absikta. Kol Mishnei Yadol Achana, but Kol Chozer Bagdal Achana. Which means a second reason why it's obvious is because when the Mishnah wasn't talking about that subject at all, it wasn't talking about anyone who changes the idea. The idea, and then all of a sudden you threw in this rule, Kol Mishnei Yadol Achana. That's that that halacha is always like that when we throw it until it's not the subject. Okay? Good. Now, let's go further. We're going to bring a story about a shliach who, about a messenger who you sent and he messed up what you told him to do. This can happen sometimes. We learned in the right that we're two dots in the bottom of the page. If you give money to your messenger, Go buy me wheat. Instead, he bought barley. Or seorim, go buy me barley. And he bought wheat. Tanya Chada, we have one writer that says, The first writer says, since he didn't follow the, the rules, if the thing he bought went down in price, the loss is absorbed by the messenger. Since you didn't follow the rules, you lose. 
Is he and getting paid? No. He just told you to do it. He didn't, he didn't follow instructions. Right. Since he didn't follow instructions, the loss belongs to him. In Hotiru, and if it went up, Hotiru lo, it went up for him. He gets the he gets the profits or the losses. Since you didn't follow my instructions, you're on your own. The, the one bright that says you get the profits or the losses. Okay? Vitani Khad and the other bright is saying, in Pichtu, if it went down, Pichtu lo, the, the Shriach loses it. In Hotiru, but if it goes up, Hotiru Emza, it splits. Oh, Ac- so according to the second brayta, only the the whole thing is the shliachs. If it goes down, he, but if it, then he's responsible. But if it goes up, they split the profits. It's the second brayta. Right now, we're gonna have to figure out how do we get out. This is a contradiction. What do we do with this contradiction? Amar Biochonet, so Biochonet says, "Lo kasha." It's not a contradiction. Listen to Biochonet's answer. Everyone's gonna be talking about this answer of Biochonet after this. So pay close attention to Biochonet's answer. Biochonet says, "Lo kasha." No, 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 no question. Ha Rameir, Ha Rabbi Huda. One was written by Rameir, and one's Rabbi Huda. If you remember, Rameir in our Mishnah had said that if I gave it to you, give red, and you did black. Right? Remember that on that pocket? Rameir had said that you have to pay the whole value of the wool. The other rabbi says it depends if the if the uptake or the things right there. So one is Rameir who says Shinoi Konen. He holds that if you change it, then it becomes yours. And therefore you have to pay for the wool. He holds that when Ralph changed colors, he got it. And therefore it's Ralph's now. And if it's Ralph's now, so then he's got to pay you for the wool. Right. Raw. And for the raw wool. And similarly, in our case, he's saying, when I, you send me to go buy wheat and I buy barley, it's mine. And therefore, if it goes up, it's mine. If it goes down, it's mine. That's the first opinion. That's the first opinion. That's like Rameer. And the second one that says that when it goes up, we split. Right. That, Rabbi Huda, that's Rabbi Huda who says, he says that the that's change the did not make it. Right. So Rabbi Yochanan is saying, these two brightos are no question. They're just written by two different rabbis. One was written by Rameer, and the other was written by Huda. And it all fits gorgeous. That's Rabbi Yochanan's answer. He is going to be attacked now. Rabbi Yochanan, who gave this answer, is now under attack. Rabbi Yochanan asked the question, Who told you you're comparing the case of the Shriach that bought the wheat and the barley to the case of the dying of the wool? Dilma, Maybe Rameer only said this business of a guy who changed it, you get it. That's only with something that the guy, that the, the, that Clemmy wanted to use the wool himself. He was planning to use the wool. And therefore, therefore, he's very Mahmeed. If you give me the Chicago Bulls colors and I want the Warriors, he's upset. Aval is you wanted to wear it, so you're upset. That's yeah, why. You just go to that's why. Hold on. That's why he says. That, that's what Rameer says over there. That he has to pay you for the full value of the wool. Yeah. Because it's something that you want to be yourself. Yeah. But if it's something I wanted to sell, I just want the wheat to sell. I'm a I'm a trader, and I want wheat to sell. And you instead bought me barley. Who said that Rameer says that you automatically his? Maybe I should get the flip. 
Why are you saying that, oh, that Mishnah could only be Reb Meir? No, it could only be Reb Yehuda. No, it could be Reb Meir too. Reb Meir might agree that if it's something like a wheat barley thing, maybe I should also want some of the profits right. if it goes up. Oh, but didn't you say by the by the wall that you said no? Yeah, I said that because I wanted to wear it. Says the real How could a Yochanan say, "Oh, this is her mayor and this is her Yehuda"? Mayor could agree to this too. Are you with me? No, I'm with you. Clear? Yep. Okay. Ela rather the Bielazar says, "No, no, no." Ha veha Rabbi I could tell you that both bright taught the one that says that you split the profits with the wheat and the one that says that the Shidduch gets all the profits with the wheat, both are a mayor. When it says that the guy gets all the, that the Shidduch gets all the profits, that's if the guy was going to eat the wheat. Since he's going to eat the wheat, it's similar to the case of the Golden State. Uh, I'm going to wear the jersey. And that's why he says yeah. that the guy gets everything. Because, he, didn't want because I, he didn't want it. It's not yours. And when we said that we split it, that's talking about the case where I was planning to sell the wheat. Right. That's a real Azaz answer. So I don't need this answer of Yochanan. One's your mayor, one's your Yehuda. Nah, they're both your mayor. No question. One's eating and one's selling. So far, so good? Yep. Okay. Now, what? There's no, no they're not talking about Rehuda, they're all Rameir here. Now, Rabbi Yochanan, who said one's Rabbi Yehuda, one's Rameir, was also not just attacked by Rabbi Lazar, he's also attacked by the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael of the West. The Chachamim of Eretz Yisrael are going to also attack Rabbi Yochanan. Right? Wow. Okay. A lot of heat. Yeah, he's got a lot of heat there. Watch. Mechku Marava. In Israel, they left at Rabbi Yochanan's answer. Okay? And they said, According to Rabbi Yudah, which means according to Rabbi Yochanan, and according to Yudah, who, who said in our Mishnah that you pay for the, either the uptick or the, 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 is, or the, or the expenses. He says, he holds that the Shliach was Koneh for himself. And if so, even though the Shliach is not considered a thief, still, how could the guy get the kavanah. In other words, when I gave you money to buy me wheat, bar- wheat and you bought barley, right? Yes, it's true that you're not a thief because you didn't do it on purpose. But the bottom line is... Irresponsible. bottom line is, I never told you to buy barley. So how do I get a right in that barley? How can I tell you that's my barley? Because it was your money. It doesn't matter. You're talking about wheat. But- I'm giving you back your money. I made a mistake. I'm giving you back your money. I made oh, a mistake. So like, why are you? Why do you what, get a share in what the profit? Connection yeah. Yeah. How can this rabbi say? Because the messenger wouldn't have benefited if it wasn't for your money. Okay, but I'm giving you the money. Okay, okay. so that's why you're. Why should you benefit? I that's, did a mistake. Okay. Because- 
Why should you get a profit? It wouldn't well, have happened. I made a mistake. Okay, so because you made a mistake, we're able to split the profit. No. Why no? Because who, who, who are you? Who you are want you? your money to go buy wheat. I'm going to sell you barley and do what I have to do with it. So maybe, because then maybe you think, maybe yeah. you think that that was your plan the entire time. No. No? Oh, 